The new year is the perfect time to start building credit scores. Because when your credit scores increase, your opportunities do too. Like loan approvals and lower interest rates. Chime makes it easier to keep building your credit with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. You can use Credit Builder everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Chime helps you build your credit score safely by using your own money to make everyday purchases and on-time payments. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a $200 qualifying direct deposit. And don't stress, there's no annual fee or credit check required to apply and get started. Start building your credit history and finding new opportunities with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, Padres fall in game one in St. Louis. It's Memorial Day. Hope everyone had an uh, enjoyable and safe weekend. Padres playing the rare day game after traveling, fall in game one. Pretty competitive game until the home run against Stephen Wilson kind of opened it up late. There was a controversial call in this play, in this game that we'll get into involving Manny Machado, not surprisingly. Padres lose 6-3. This is the wrap-up show with John and Jim. As always, if you are here live, please make sure to subscribe. We have year on Padres content for you. If you are here on replay, please subscribe as well. Uh, if you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, you can use that super chat function. Always appreciate a great way to support this channel. But again, please subscribe. Please hit the notification bell. You'll be notified when we go live or have new videos. Smash the like button for us and follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. And also, as you make your way into the chat, let us know where you're watching from. Here tonight, but Jim, uh, game one, uh, Padres had a lead for a moment, just a brief moment in this game one, nothing. They fall 6-3, and this daunting stretch of 10 games against really good teams, Cards, Brewers, and Mets begins with a 6-3 loss. What the hell, man? Season's over. I'm I'm done with this team. Trade everybody. Why is Machado on this team anymore? <laughs> Get rid of Steven Wilson. Trade off Joe Musgrove. He's not going to resign here. Uh, who else did they get rid of? Just Bob Melvin. Yeah. I mean, this guy, this guy's not even a good manager. Are you serious right now? It's okay. Someone clip that. Someone clip that and post <laughs> no, it. No, don't with do no it. Context. No context. You can clip that. Jim. There's a clip button on YouTube. You son of a. Everything's fine. The offense is going through some issues right now. True. I don't know why Stephen Wilson was in the game. Honestly, it's it's like he should probably be in the minors. He really should be in the minors. I agree <laughs> like with I, that. The thing is, they have no off days, and when they're trailing, you can't only turn to Suarez, Garcia, Chris, Matt, Rogers. Like at some point, when you're trailing, you're gonna have to go somewhere else. Well, I, I got an idea. Hey, Drew Pomeranz, can you get healthy? <laughs> he's not even eligible, dude. He's not eligible until June. <laughs> hey, 7th. Luis Castillo, why are you eligible? up? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, we'll start with some shout-outs, and then we'll get into this. Um, here's the thing. If this was a closer game, I think the Machado play would have been even more discussed. I, I do want to pull up. I don't want to pull up the video because I'm not sure if you can pull up the video. Don't I do, do want to pull up Kevin don't Ace's part. Nah, I'm not going to do it. Um, I want to pull up the AC. Here's what AC said about it. So if you missed this play... Padres are trailing. What was the score at the time? 3-2. Three, 3-2 two. Three, two runner at first, one out. Whoa. And here's what Kevin Acey has in his game story, okay? So there's one out, Azokar at first. Machado, Machado swung through a third strike as Azokar ran to second. Also Machado. Played umpire Lance Barksdale ruled Machado foul tipped the ball and that his backswing knocked the ball from Alina's glove. Barksdale called Machado out and sent Azokar back to first. 
Now, this is Melvin postgame. He said Machado foul tipped it and came all the way around and knocked it out of his glove. The timing of that is literally impossible. I heard that clip. Uh, then Kevin writes Machado, who had ducked to let Molina attempt to throw, stood up, immediately pointed to Molina, who was picking up a ball he had dropped well before Machado's bat could have hit the glove. And then here's a quote from Machado. You're talking about Molina, the best catch in the game. So I'm going to give him a chance to maybe throw him out. And when I turned around, I saw the ball on the ground. I was like, all right, that's a foul ball. I did tip it, and he didn't catch it. And then the interference call came. That just caught everybody by surprise. So essentially, Jim, and we talked about this briefly um, before we went on. In a worst-case scenario, in my opinion, because it was foul tipped, there should be a runner at first, and Machado should be in the box. Uh, there's another scenario where Machado strikes out and Azokar steals second base and he's at second. Mm-hmm. However, what happened was Machado was called out because they overruled the foul tip and say he swung through it. And Azokar was sent back to first because of interference, quote unquote, against Machado because he kind of clipped maybe the jersey or the sleeve yeah. of Molina. So it was kind of an unfortunate <clears throat> break. I thought Machado at the very least should have gotten another um pitch there because he foul tipped the ball i thought it was fairly clear in watching the replay he at least got a small piece of it so they took the bat out of machado's hands in a one-run game is what happened now they would go down six two and lose six three but who knows what happens if machado ties the game up or gives him a lead there this is the classic case of an umpire going uh okay this is what happened like Mm -hmm. just kind of making it up on the fly and that's what i hate about referees in all sports you know they just at at times it feels like they're just making stuff up because they either didn't see it properly or they thought they saw something that actually wasn't there. And 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 it's just like that's why replay is why is there not re- more replay for this stuff? Right. And you can't review this stuff. You can't review it. Like so why stupid. is this not a situation where you could replay it? Right. Doesn't make any sense. And Manny was right. That was a potentially turning point in the game because the next inning you give up the runs and now you're down six, two and the game's over. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I won't say it, it changed the entire game because they were trailing at the time. If they, if they had a runner, I, I mean, if the bases were loaded or something. And then there was like mm-hmm. two outs and then that happened. Like, right. Like, right. What the hell? True. But there was run on first. Yeah. Okay. Right. It didn't end the game didn't end the game there's still or the time inning. or the inning right i think there's yeah. only one out right or yep, no outs. One out so one it was out. one out and that was the second out was the strikeout right so you know it's it, it's a big part of the game but it did not cost them the game i will say that what cost them the game again is what has been happening the last week which is offense and your bullpen specifically the parts of your bullpen that's the bridge to get to the back end that is what is hurting this team right now. Not the starting pitching. I thought Martinez gutted his way through mm-hmm. uh, to give up, you know, three runs there. Yep. And his road ERA is actually pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. So another quality start for the starters. Um, the offense non-existent, and the bullpen pieces that aren't named Taylor Rogers and Neil Krismat didn't come through. That's the game. Here's the thing. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, the offense, here's the thing that's not existent, the slug. They've now out-hit their Run. opponents for like nine consecutive games. It might be a 10th consecutive game. All singles, the man. difference The difference here is St. Louis hit a pair of home runs, and the Padres didn't. Yeah. Uh, you had the Gorman, the youngster, hit that home run in the third off Martinez after a play, in my opinion, Cronenworth needs to make. We can get into that as well. And then the Goldschmidt home run. I mean, Goldschmidt's the hottest hitter like in the history of baseball. He's running a 21-game hitting streak. I think that's right. Sitting 450 in those 21 games. And, of course, that kind of put it out of reach. But that's what's separating the Padres right now from their opponents. It's like they have no slug. Um, you know, Jerkson Profar had three hits in this game. Uh, Jay Cronenworth had two hits in this game. Austin Nola had a multi-hit game. Jose Azokar had a multi-hit game. To your point, they had two doubles, 11 hits, nine singles, two doubles. The Cardinals in this game had 10 hits, but they had two home runs. And that's... The difference right now for the Padres, they just have absolutely no slug in this lineup, and I don't know how that gets fixed. Well, Myers supposedly comes back tomorrow. Fernando Tatis Jr., there's an update there. Kevin Acey wrote about that post game. Maybe he's back at some point late in June. Manny Machado, cortisone shot, um, returned here today, was one for five, and an RBI base hit in the ninth inning, part of a rally. Um, but I don't know. Other than Machado, where are you looking for, for your slug from right now? Well, it's not from Eric Hosmer, who you, you no, just just completely I killed him. 
killed him today on I social did. media. <laughs> I did. I, I mean, Jesus. I really didn't. He has a family, John. He just got <laughs> married. He has a he has a kid on the way. This guy is a father soon to be. And you Truth just hurts. you just eviscerated him. Well, here's what I said. First of all, okay, so Back, Machado singles, you bring the tying run to the play with one out in the ninth inning. That's Hosmer. And I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, Chad, I want to say first pitch swing, and he grounds into a Taylor May double play. Mm-hmm. Um, so here was his slash line in April, right, when he had this unbelievable start, and he should get credit for it. I'm giving him credit for it. He had 389 in April, unbelievable. His on-base percentage was 457, even more impressive, and his slugging percentage was 597, which is ridiculous for Hosmer, right? So he had this over 1,000 OPS in April. Then in May, he's hitting 255. That, on its face, not the end of the world. No. But this is why people don't talk about batting averages anymore. His on-base percentage is 318, which is low. Mm -hmm. Um, And then his slug is 316. It was 597 a month ago, from 597 to 316. Yeah. So he's nothing like the player he was in April right now as May comes to an end tomorrow. Or is he just the Eric Hosmer we all know? Well, probably, probably. This, that's who. This, yep. I would say the first two months of the year, first month was, gr- was great. Yep. Jersey was in the cart every single yes. day. Yes. But this is the Eric Hosmer that he is now. He's not April Haas. He's May Haas. This is who he is. Maybe not as low as slugging, but mm-hmm. still 250, 320 on base. Around a 400 slugging, maybe that's who he is. 700 OPS, nothing special, nothing worth what he's getting, and that's still it's you know back to wow, that's unfortunate because we all thought this guy turned a little bit of a corner, and he didn't. Yeah, he really didn't, and it was unfortunate there to see him grind into a double play in that spot, representing the tying run of the first pitch thrown in the ninth inning was really somewhat disappointing. I think if you're a Padres fan. Uh, by that's the way, he, he does, dude. He just he, he grounds will, into way too many double plays. He he grounds into too many double plays, and he will swing first pitch way yep, too often. Way too much. I agree with you. Uh, if you're making your way into the chat again, this is the wrap up show with John and Jim. Please subscribe. We have year on Padres content. If you're watching live, please uh, consider that super chat function. Great way to support this channel. We'll make sure to get to uh, your comment if you use the super chat here tonight. If you're watching on replay, you can hit the thanks button down below. Also, if you missed it yesterday or the day before, we might have talked about it. Uh, we're now available on podcast. There is a link for our podcast uh, down below. Also, I'm going to put the link right now in the chat. If you miss anything, if you want to listen back as opposed to watch back, we've got a brand new podcast. Uh, and that is not the link that I just put in, by the way. <laughs> Bro, I remember my first time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Putting links into chats. Here's the link. I just put the analytics in the chat, which I don't think is going to work. Um, <laughs> so again, anyway. If, uh, if you're looking for the show and you don't want to watch the video and you're looking for an audio component after the fact, you can uh, subscribe to our podcast. Also, as a reminder, this show would not be possible without the support of Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, renters, or life insurance needs or earthquake insurance needs, I have my homeowners and my earthquake insurance through Mark. He's helping me through a claim right now. He can save you $750 on your insurance. Simple as that. You switch to Mark. You can save $750 or more, which is great. I mean, $60, $70 a month. He's a San Diegan. He's a Padres fan. Uh, we talk all the time. He'd love to talk to you about the Padres if you call him. There's a link for his website down below. We'll talk to you about the Padres, about your insurance. He's got great service and communication. So whatever you need. If you have insurance needs here and you're in San Diego, you want to support this channel and go with the San Diegan, please consider Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information is above my head. farmersagent.com. That's mnimitsoffarmersagent.com when you reach out to him. Let him know that John and Jim sent you. So before the Gorman home run in the third, Nick Martinez was throwing very well. It's a one nothing game. There's two outs. Base is empty. Later in the inning, this youngster, Gorman, would hit this two-run home run, I believe, on a changeup. It was well-timed uh, swing from Gorman. He launched it over the right field wall. Okay, but before that happened, uh, the play involving Jake Cronenworth, I forget who the batter was. Let me see. Who was the batter? It was the Tommy Edmond, the San Diegan. There's a ball kind of hit up the middle. And Cronenworth tries to make a play that he routinely makes, which is he's moving to his right as the second baseman towards second. And then he throws kind of against the grain of his body towards first. And he was able to field it cleanly. He was able to make the throw cleanly. The momentum, again, is taking him away from first. And he throws 
And the throw clearly beats the runner, but the throw takes uh, Hosmer off the bag. I mean, it clearly took Hosmer off the bag. There's nothing he could do. Uh, it was ruled a hit. I thought it was an error. Cronenworth makes this play all the time. And then that sets up the two-run home run. So you look at the box score, it looks like, oh, Edmund single, Gorman home run. Padres are trailing 2-1. I think with better defense there, and the Padres defense has been excellent, but I think with better defense there, Padres probably get out of that inning. No damage done because Cronenworth makes that play. Can we talk about how St. Louis scores are some of the most homer scores in, <laughs> in the entire league? Yeah, that's true. That is true. You know how many times they have not given – I remember specifically last year. Do you remember – or maybe but there was a I, – I, Nolan Arenado made a play. That was clearly mm-hmm. an error, and they gave the guy a hit, so right. Arenado would not get an error. Yep. And that was in St. Louis. And again mm-hmm. today, give a guy a hit. Not you know it's good good that good that they didn't give him error to to Cronenworth, but again you give a guy a hit it's, it's for the Cardinals it betters his batting average and in the box score it looks like a line drive, so that right there is point one point two you're right you got to make that play, um, Haas has got to either come off the bag and clean it better, or you got to have a better throw by Cronenworth, but both of them, it just wasn't pretty. It just wasn't good. It should have been. Wait, you think that was on, you think there was something on Hosmer there? Um, a little, but I'm putting more on Cronworth. Well, what, what could Hosmer have done? Extended his arm ten feet? Um, no. I think I mean, seriously, he, what could he have done? Just like completely gone off the bag and said, "Screw it, I'm oh, not." Oh, I got you. But that didn't matter, right? It wouldn't have mattered, but he didn't even advance. I don't think it just throw, throw got by Hosmer, and the guy was at first, and that guy right. No, I know you're right. It wouldn't have yeah. mattered, but for me, if I'm thinking that situation. I'd rather come off the bag if I know the, the yeah, I agree wide. Yeah, just I to agree. make sure the there's base. no opportunity for the runner to yeah, I agree. take second. Yep, I agree with that. I do. No, you're right. Hosmer should have come off the I don't know what he was doing. And the Cronenworth throw, I think he at the he's thinking, hey, can I somehow stay on the bag and reach? And he couldn't. I mean, Cronenworth's throw is well off the bag. He doesn't Hosmer doesn't stretch, so I don't know why he was thinking yeah, that. I don't know either. Um, Virginia, you're talking about us or the chat. Virginia writes, why are you dissing on your players? Do you really think that helps them? Well, first of all, Virginia, this isn't for the players. This is for you. This is for the fans. And um, I, I don't actually think we're all that critical. I think we're just being honest. And, like, for example, what happened uh, on this Cronenworth play, I think was a poorly played ball to, by the second baseman. What happened with Machado earlier, we're talking about the umpiring. Um, Hosmer's play in May has not been as good as it's been in April. Um, mm-hmm. If I said it was, I'd be lying. So I think... By and large, our viewers prefer us to be honest and critical as opposed to um, see it all through rose-colored glasses. But maybe some people don't agree, and that's that's fair as well. Yeah, and this team also hasn't scored more than four runs this entire week. They have the not scored more than four runs since, was it San Francisco, Jim? Which was Sunday? Last Sunday. Yeah, so that's... And the only reason why they scored... Seven games. The only reason why they scored four runs on Sunday was because the walk-off from Trent Grisham. <laughs> Was a two-run homer, right? Tenth inning. Okay, I'm trying. Okay, that was four runs, right? Yesterday, you're saying. What is today, dude? I'm my yeah Monday. So that was yesterday. Um, Jesse, thank you for the super chat. We appreciate those super chats, guys. And again, if you're in the chat here tonight, uh, we appreciate the super chats. Thank you for your support of this channel. You can subscribe. We have year-round Padres content. If you're watching on replay, please consider hitting that uh, thanks button as well. Jesse, I am one thousand percent with you now. Cronenworth in my opinion, is a absolutely plus defender. He plays multiple positions. I think his shortstop is brilliant. He might be a better he might be the best second. better shortstop than he is anywhere else. He he may be. And of course they're moving him around the diamond, which makes it hard, obviously, but I'm with you, Jesse. Like you said, Cronenworth had time to make that throw. And also here's I would further that and say Cronenworth has to be able to make that play. I mean, you're you're on the road. You look at this lineup, Jim. You look at this lineup, forget about uh, the youngster, Homer Gorman. I mean, with uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado and Pujols, like you can't give anyone anything extra. Not the next 10 games when it's St. Louis, Milwaukee, and New York. These teams are good. This is a classic example of giving someone one additional sequence or a batter out and then making you pay. And it's the difference between winning and losing. It is the difference between winning and losing games. You might not be going to Stephen Wilson if you're leading in that spot as opposed to if you're trailing. You know how it all transpires. So yeah. uh, I'm not blaming the game on Cronenworth. I'm just saying if you're going to beat really good teams, these are the plays that need to be made, in my opinion. Right. And when you're dealing with an offense that, as in the chat here, Anthony said, nine of the last 13 games, three runs or less, 
the margin for error is so tiny, which is not good. And because of that, you kind of have to be perfect. And when you're not perfect and you make one mistake, that will cost you the game potentially. And right now you're seeing that with this team is mm-hmm. this team's making a, one mistake. Um, what, what game was it? It was the Darvish game last week against the Brewers. And they, the team made one mistake and they lost, lost two to one. Yeah. So, you know, and then today one mistake. Now the score was, uh, the margin of, of victory for the Cardinals was much bigger than I thought the game was, how the game yeah. played out because yeah. they scored, they scored runs late in the game there. And, yeah. but still the margin of victory for a team that can't score runs. It's not, it's not a fun thing to be like a fun place to be. And so for that, it's, it's, you got to make that throw and you got to, you got to make sure that ball doesn't get past you. You got to make sure yep. you make the catches in the outfield, everything routine, you know, you can't make errors and that's tough right now because it's hard to ask a team to be completely perfect because your offense can't score runs. Um, sorry to see Virginia go. She says we're way too critical. I'm out of here. Um, but again, you guys yeah. know us. I mean, if, you, if you've been with the wrap-up show on radio or on video, we're going to be honest, if nothing else. I mean, I don't think anyone wants anything else, to be honest with you. I mean, we're in the throes of the season. The Padres are 30-18, and 18, and we've told you that. I mean, the Padres have had a really good year. Good this team. begins a tough stretch, and today did not um, – you know, they didn't play well. I mean, does anyone look at it differently? I mean, did they play particularly well here today? Uh, I, no. I don't think so. I hated the 1 o'clock start, 1 o'clock yeah, local like it. start. It's okay, Virginia. We'll welcome you back. You can come <laughs> back. It's okay. Yeah. It's true. If you want to come back, Luis yeah. says bye, Felicia. Uh. Um, so there's that. I mean, listen, I, I think if you want to talk about some of the good in this game, I thought there was good. Like you said, Nick Martinez, he gives you six innings. You should win when your starter goes six innings, allowing three what, runs. 47? How many quality starts? Right 27 in 27. 48 games. Lead to the majors. So you got that, and then you have um, – you know, you have this offense that, again, didn't hit for power, but I like what I'm seeing from Profar right now. He's playing good baseball. He really is. I love what I'm seeing from Azokar right now. Defensively made a throw early Dude, in this cannon, game. Cannon, bro. Yep. Um, had two hits, walked his first multi-hit game of his career. He's played fine. I mean, he's hitting 259. The OPS is low, but that doesn't come as a surprise. Uh, Cronenworth, I think it's encouraging at a two-hit game. I really do. He's had very few two-hit games. And then Austin Nola, same thing. He's had very few... Two-hit games. They just need to cash in, Jim. I mean, you look at left on base, nine. They were three for six with men in scoring position, but it just feels like every single day they're leaving one, two, three on base every single inning, really. It's just the 16 left on base three days ago to nine or ten the next day to nine or ten the next. Like, got to cash in more than they're cashing in. This was the first time in how many games on the road that they've had where they haven't scored five runs? Right. Good point. Good point. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. So as I thought, the second they get on the road, they're going to become the 27 Yankees or the 1998 yeah. Yankees. Right. Like, maybe not <laughs> because you're still putting the same guys out there and they've had a last week stretch here where they've not been well. Um, so it's tough. And the Cardinals, I, I mean, you're going to battle with the Cardinals all year. This is a if the if the season ends today, you're facing the Cardinals in the postseason, by the way. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so this is another potential playoff matchup. You know, the Cardinals are going to be there the entire year. And you gotta play, you gotta play better um as a team. And you know, at this point in time, do you think that there's maybe this not thought with the team, but this little cloud over them like just survive until Tatis like we we just we just got to survive till Tatis instead of actually just going out there and I don't know scoring some runs I think there's something to be said for that and I think this is the most challenging stretch they'll be in obviously between now and the return of Tatis I mean this is the like, most we, challenging we, stretch of their season like like oh we gained a little bit of a cushion here with our 30 and 16 start so we can afford I'm not saying that they're they're like oh we can lose games but you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's there, but let's just put it, it this feels way. Like it. The, let's just put it this way. The, the reason we said you, we take five and five is because we know the alternate. I mean, there's a scenario where you play these ten games, and you look at what the Mets are doing. They smoke someone tonight. Look at the Brewers. They sweep the Cubs in the doubleheader. They use Josh Hader twice in one day. 
for two saves, something the Padres didn't do earlier this year with Taylor Rogers. I want to say, is that right? Do they have two games in one day yet this year or not? Maybe not. Padres? Yeah. Have they played a doubleheader this year? It's coming up here. Okay, it's coming up against Colorado. Against the Rockies, yeah. But but look at the again. Brewers are rolling. Mets are rolling. Cardinals are absolutely rolling. Paul Goldschmidt is on fire. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Let me get back to this. We haven't gotten to the super yet from Jesse. Oh, sorry. Um, Jesse, thank you again for the super chat. It says we did a little bit better with runners in scoring position today, and that's true. I mean, three for six um, is good. I mean, a lot really better. Good. Yeah, that's a lot better, but it's not just runners in scoring position, and I think that is fair, Jesse, to your point. It's about coming up with like that big RBI double, home run, and again, it's like who's going to hit that hit? Who's going to have that home run other than Manny Machado? I have no idea. Just, I don't. You just you just need some guys on this team with with like the threat of getting an extra base hit. And right now, it just feels like kind of random, and, and, and unless it's Manny, Manny, you expect it anytime you expect anything out of Manny Machado. Well, you but everybody, they, they everybody did else, a doubleheader. They didn't go to Rogers in Game Two of a doubleheader against the Indians. But that wasn't a scheduled doubleheader. That was because of a rainout. Yeah, but I mean, they played a doubleheader and they didn't go to Rogers twice. Oh yeah, 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 that's right, 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 right. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, for whatever that's worth, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. But what it's worth is a win. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I mean, again, if the uh, Brewers have 18 saves from Josh Hader, he clearly, the fact that you got someone that's available twice in one day and it's May, I give the Brewers a lot of credit for doing that. I really do. Because they realize all these games matter. It doesn't matter the time of year. They all matter. Yeah. And they're in a division that they're going to be battling with the Cardinals through the entire yeah. year. Yep. And to win the division over having a wild card this year, especially right. with the opportunity to get um, the two seed and home field throughout, unless you're facing off against the Dodgers, like it's pretty, yeah, it's important. You know, I saw that uh, Kevin AC wrote post game about Machado's health. Again, Machado returning after missing two games, one for five, had that RBI single cortisone in the shot. ninth inning. So he had the cortisone shot. Manny never talks about his health. He said post-game he's good. He started 1,042 games since 2015, most in the majors. Um, Melvin said this post-game, for a guy like him to acknowledge he needs to do something with it, it hurts, as in it hurts Machado. So that's why he had an injection. Um, and then Kevin writes, Machado does not talk about injuries. But <laughs> there is nothing more important than Manny Machado's elbow between now and the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. Nope. And nothing. I don't know how concerning it is if it's just like you got to manage it type of You're thing, right. but you saw what Manny did in the first month and a half of the year when presumably fully healthy. And last year there was some injury issues with him and he might not have had his best season down the stretch. So hopefully this doesn't like hurt him too mm -hmm. much at the plate. Um, and if it turns into a situation where you just got to put him at the DH, like, okay, I just, I just hope that this is a situation that is manageable and doesn't turn turn into anything bigger. Yeah. I don't know the answer to this, Joel. I mean, cortisone does have anything to do with his UCL. I mean, they're saying elbow UCL is in the elbow. You think about the wear and tear on Machado's throwing arm in his career. I know. Now you typically think obviously pictures, but it happens with position players all the time. Um, I have no idea. I mean, and like Jim just said, if there's one advantage, even if there becomes a real elbow injury, is that you can still DH. But that's like a worst case. And that's not a worst case, obviously. Worst case is if he's out. But that's a, that's a tough scenario because he's such a good defender. I mean, to lose his glove and only have his bat would be a big loss. And I don't think they can afford to put him on the 10-day IL. I know. What would you do? Seriously. Like, how are you going to win games? Two, two, one, and one, nothing. Dude, pray. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they did win one, right? Sunday they won without him, and Saturday was, they had a lead in the ninth inning without him. Yeah, but it was such a struggle, dude. I it was know. like two runs, two yeah. runs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is true from Alex. Um, you know, Manny always battling injuries, especially uh, since being with the Padres. But he battles and plays. I respect Machado for dude, a never discussing back, injuries. Dude. B always always being on the field. He never goes on the IL. It's ridiculous his level of consistency and his ability to be available. 
it's really amazing. But without, like you said, without Tatis, with this offense struggling, without, I mean, without Machado, it's like, I mean, you'd be holding on for dear life. You really would be holding on for dear life if you lost him. But here, and here's the thing, too. All right, say that, you know, Tatis gets back and you have Machado and both those guys are dealing with something where you have to put them to the DH. What are you going to do then? <laughs> then you, you know what problem. I mean? And you got a problem because we talked about Tatis probably going to have some time at the DH spot this year when he gets back. I don't know, man. Well, this is what I'm glad you mentioned that. So Tatis, or excuse me, Melvin post game. Because remember, Tatis is on the road for the first time this year. He was signing autographs to like 2,000 people looking for an autograph. Uh, this was Melvin post game on Tatis. He says, are we talking about 10 games? Talking about five games? Talking about a rehab stint? Um, uh, he said, I don't know. I think it probably is more play it by ear and see how things go. The shorter the rehab, the tougher it is probably to play him every day when he comes back. Certainly the DH spot comes into play too, but that's a tough one to forecast yet until we actually get him swinging. So he's discussing yeah. the same thing we're discussing, basically saying, listen, he could rehab for two games in AAA or Lake Elsinore. But if he's only rehabbing for two games, are you going to really play every day? Or are you going to rehab for two, take a day off? Rehab for three, take a day off, and like see how the wrists adjust to that type of wear and tear of playing, playing in the field, playing DH. So, I mean, I think here's the deal. If they need them because they're not playing good baseball, I think the rehab stint is shorter. If they don't need them because they're playing great baseball, I think the rehab stint is longer. That would be my guess. I just wanted to be fully healthy. I don't care. Right. <laughs> just That's like, true. If it takes longer, it takes longer. Now, well, I'll be like, get Tatis back here now if this team continues to struggle on offense. Like, yeah, but <laughs> but I want him to be healthy and, and ready to go. Um, just just weather the storm and, and hopefully, you know, the pitching can stay healthy, knock on all the wood you possibly can, mm -hmm. and it will anchor this team and hopefully you win some games 2-1, 3-1, 3-2, fine. I'm with you. I'm with you. One more update from Kevin Acey. I think this is all really interesting. If you're into kind of the injury and health updates of the Padres, he writes, <coughs> excuse me. Jesus. Only six weeks of. Wait, am I frozen? No. I think you are. What happened to that brilliant internet? What happened? Oh, now you're back. Now you're back. We haven't blamed your internet in forever. <laughs> uh, he writes, uh, Will Myers' return is imminent. He went through a rigorous workout Monday morning to test his right knee. He was available off the bench but didn't play for a second straight game. He's expected to be in the lineup Tuesday. Uh, Myers says it's just some of those things you deal with. Um, but here's the thing with Will Myers. <laughs> Where's his power? It hasn't been a complete embarrassment at the plate in terms of like batting average, but where on earth is his power? Where? Yeah, how, how, how can you be like, like, all right, uh, we're happy to have Will back, but like he's not bringing anything to the table. He's not doing anything for you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's great you have another bat, but no power. Yeah, no power. And he's still in one home run, right? One home run. I think his slug is like in th the three hundreds. Is that right? That's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean it can't why be higher. Than that? Why is my thing so glitchy right now? Do you want to leave and come back? Hold on. Please hold. Is that a yes? Here, I'm going to go on this uh, rant, actually. Stay with us for a rant. I'm going to give you a rant in a moment. Uh, also, this is the wrap-up show with John and Jim. Please subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Uh, smash the like button for us. We appreciate that. Follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell, SD. Uh, also, we've got that brand-new podcast up. There's a link down below. If you miss any of this on YouTube, if you ever want to listen back as opposed to watch back, you can do that via our podcast link. As always, we appreciate the super chats. And also, if you're watching on replay, uh, we appreciate it if you hit that thanks button as well. We do want to remind our viewers about our relationship with Aura, ORA.organic. If you click this Take the Quiz button down below, you're going to get 30% off your first order. Aura has all plant-based products. Every single one of their products is plant-based, whether it's probiotics, which I take every single day for heart health and digestion and mental clarity, or proteins for after workouts or pre-workout supplements or omega-3 oils or uh, sleep supplements or immunity pills. I mean, whatever you need. Seriously, there is something for you. Browse this site. There's a link down below. 
If you click the show, show more button, there's a link down below. It's ORA.organic. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan. Huge Padres fan. They have an office in San Diego. There's a great way to support this channel. ORA.organic. Click that Take the Quiz button. You'll get 30% off your first order. Yeah, go there right now. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Proteins, uh, fish oil pills. They have greens. They have probiotics. They got pre-workouts. Everything you need. The healthiest on the market. www.ora.organic. 30% off your first order. We're hooking you up. Take the quiz. You'll thank us later. All right, I'm going to go on a rant. You want to know what my rant's about? Okay. What's that? I said, okay, go for it. Uh, Nolan Gorman, okay, the 22-year-old second baseman, the former first-round pick of the Cardinals in 2018 with the 19th overall pick, who in 31 ABs this year is hitting 387 with an 1149 OPS. Where is the Padres' Nolan Gorman? Why is it every single time the Padres call someone up, it's Trace Thompson? All due respect, he's had a very good professional career. He's 30 years of age. Where is the 22-year-old? When C.J. Abrams comes up, he doesn't have an 1149 OPS. Where's the 22-year-old that can slug in the Padres organization? They've had one. His name was Fernando Tatis Jr. They didn't draft him. I give A.J. Preller credit for him. Where is Nolan Gorman of the Padres? How can the Cardinals call up a 22-year-old and in 30 at-bats, the guy's slugging a zillion and has a 1,200 OPS. How's that possible? It never happens with the Padres. Why? Do you want to know why? Are you done? Why? Please. Why? Um, they the, trade them all. Because Ty France ends up in Seattle. Well, yeah, that too. But the uh, <laughs> player development in this organization since AJ Perler has gotten here has been horrendous. Full stop. Yeah, but There's these no, guys all hit elsewhere. I, that okay, point proven. <laughs> <laughs> like the, they get they get better advice. They get they get developed in a way that the Padres do not develop players. To your point, that can come up out of nowhere and do what this dude's doing for the Cardinals. It's as simple as that. So you're saying it's more player development than it is scouting and drafting. It's all of it. It's scouting. It's drafting. But hold and on. It's player they're drafting Ty France. They're drafting who's who rakes for Cleveland. Um, you know, Josh Naylor, Owen Miller. Yeah, Owen Miller. Like, there's a lot of names. I mean, there's a lot of guys they drafted in the last but five years. But, there's got to be at least five yeah, guys that are hitting. Right. You know, and well, it might well, be as and and they're probably getting advice and developed and it might be as simple as hey do this instead or hey we believe you believe in you this is our philosophy here and it might have just clicked mm -hmm. where at the Padres organization it feels like there's none of that there's none of like this philosophy throughout the entire organization that clicks with everybody like look at the Giants like these this team I don't I don't know how many home runs the Giants have this year but like, look at uh, their catcher, Kurt. Uh, I believe it's Kurt Ka Kurt Casale. Casale, yeah, he hit the uh, homer in Philly today, right? Dude's hitting like three twenty on the year. Yeah, and he's a career like one eighty hitter. That to me is development, philosophy, and coaching. And right no, I now, I agree with what you're saying. That's that. That to me, the to your rants yeah. is one hundred percent on Preller. But do you agree with the rant? Like, yeah, where's your 22-year-old slugger? Like, John, we've been, we've been saying play. that every year since Preller's been here, and the yeah, only person just, that has come up and done it is Fernando Tatis Jr. But it's just noticeable when you see someone, like literally Nolan Brian Gorman, who was born in May of twenty of 2000. Right. I get it. I mean, I'm on your side. I'm, I'm with killing, you. This guy has a 472 on base percentage. Like, you'd hope, hey, let's bring up Nomar Mazar, and all of a sudden he becomes your no, Norm right, but Norman No, But Nomar Mazar is 32. I know, but just <laughs> anybody, just bring up somebody and have them ball out for three weeks. That's so you got Marcano, who hits a three-run home run at Dodger Stadium tonight. Yeah, you've got Urias, who hit like 400 home runs last year for the Brewers and killed the Padres this past week. He hit a three-run homer got, today, by the way. What's that? He hit a three-run homer today, by the way, to give the Brewers the lead in the seventh inning. Okay, the so you have that. You've got again. We talked about Naylor and France, Owen Miller. At one point, a very young prospect, obviously, in the Padres organization. Obviously, you should be giving up talent to other organizations in trades occasionally, but it just feels like they give up so much when it comes to hitting, and they never keep any of that for themselves. And none of those guys ever hit when they first come up with the Padres. You know, nope. I say that. Maybe Ty France wasn't really given an opportunity. I thought he hit. 
Josh Naylor had some moments. Um, but they always hit much more effectively once they're gone. John, it's an organizational philosophy, and it starts with Preller. <laughs> What's the philosophy? <laughs> like There is none. Hitters? I would love to know it because it's not working with anybody that's being brought up. Not one. Not no, I do agree with one. this. I mean, I, I think it's probably time for Mazzara. <laughs> now, you got Profar. The Zokar-Grisham thing is interesting. I, I think Zokar's been decent, right? I mean, he's not a slugger. He's not there for power like Mazzara. Mazzara's also not a center fielder. Then you have Will Myers. I understand it. Will Myers is going to play if he's healthy. He's making $20 million a year, and he's proven before he's capable of hitting for power. He's proven that before. Um, so is Mazzara like the answer is like your fourth or fifth outfielder as opposed to Matt Beatty or as opposed to like Trent Grisham? I mean, Mazzara has been unbelievable in AAA, but I don't know if they want to use him as a fourth or fifth outfielder, Luis. My guess would be if there's a chance for him to be an everyday player. First of all, Trace Thompson got the first opportunity, not mm-hmm. Nomar Mazzara for whatever reason. What happens when there's another opportunity? Do they turn to Mazzara or do they turn to uh, Abrams or do they go to Brent Rooker or do they go back to Trace Thompson? Is Trace Thompson even in the organization right now? He is, right? Uh, I don't uh, know. Actually, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. No, no. no he didn't accept this assignment. That's right. And I said F that. Yep. It's it's a mystery that I don't think we'll ever find out why. <laughs> Wait, what's the mystery about developing hitters or no more Mazzara? about developing hitters like the mystery of they just can't bring up one guy to have a hot one like a, a week where he's hot or like makes an impact or like like who the hell is that guy he just did a three on homer to get this Padres the lead in the eighth inning like there's not been any of that now Azokar mm-hmm. had a game when he hit the other night that's great yep um so I'm not saying they've never had it before like they have obviously but like sustained success for like you said for like three weeks where they're like just dudes balling out like have the OPS over eleven hundred. Like what? Is yeah, that the are annoying? Did they just they, they just take the lead? Well, no, but they were down four nothing, left for dead, and then of course now it's the eighth. It's four three. They've got a leadoff runner at second with nobody out, and the dude was thrown out at second. If the second baseman holds on to the ball and he dropped it, it's I haven't honestly paid attention to the Dodgers one time this year. And well, you know what? I find myself watching are... MLB Network a lot when the Padres aren't on. For, and I'm like, I'm, it's kind of been a good game. Like this Pirates-Dodgers game has been good, but man, they're so annoying. I mean, here's the other thing. If the Dodgers win this game tonight, and they probably will, <laughs> they're trying to like 4-3 in the eighth inning to the Pirates, they'll find a way. They're going to be four games better than the Padres all of a sudden. Four I games. did not realize that Mookie Betts leads the league in home runs. He's been unbelievable in that. <laughs> I think he's, he's at 12 or 13 in Incredible. Matt. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the thing with Mazzara being 27, I said 32, I was kind of being facetious although i did think he was older he was signed as a 16 year old like he's been in pro ball for 11 years like, maybe on, 12. It, he's gonna, had his chances in the what's big happening league. like when when's the time right exactly <laughs> uh estuary ruiz has been unbelievable in double a maybe yeah but he'd come up and hit 110 right exactly that's my fear that's my right. fear why can't someone come up and just i'm not asking for 300 at bats why can't someone go 12 for 30 with three home runs and three doubles has it ever happened name the last padre to do that Call, be called up, go twelve for thirty. It was Tatis in 2019. You know, like what I mean? no, no. But you're to your point, like like in season, like some random, right? Yeah, I mean, this guy's a former first rounder, my boy Nolan Gorman. Yeah, but but no, I mean, but is Nolan Gorman? He was the is, first overall pick. Is Norman Gorman like this top rated prospect in the Cardinals organization? It, maybe he may be former first round pick. Uh, maybe, but I've never heard of him until today. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I don't know. That means that. So can someone please Google Cardinals top 10 prospects and let me know where Nolan Gorman is? He's got to be a top prospect to be Hold doing on, this. Let me do this. Nolan Gorman. This is an unbelievable stat. Mookie's got 12 home runs since May. Padres have 14 as a team. That's an amazing stat. That's all you need to know. And the Padres are still winning baseball games. Okay. Nolan Gorman's the second ranked Cardinals prospect. <laughs> Thank you. Obviously, the guy's a former first round pick and raking in the big leagues. <laughs> You know, so yeah, CJ Abrams. What the what the hell, bro? I know that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 listen, Abrams had probably much less minor league seasoning because he was like hurt. He has like 70 games, and he's also younger. He's 21, and this dude's 22. But still, you know. <sighs> um. Yeah, listen, I I I agree with Jim. I do. I agree with Jim. You know what? You agree with me? Yeah, it's it, like Preller is 
there's his fingerprints are all, all over this development. There's no question. Oh, um, there's some accountability and, and the constant change of. I'm not saying that um, having the same hitting coach every year means everything, but like when you change hitting coaches every single year, it's like not great. Is Berdar going to get a second season? Like, will anyone get a second season? Well, I would think he would because of Melvin. Melvin would put his foot down and be like, "Nah, you're not doing that." Like if Melvin True. wants if Melvin wants him here, he will be here. And if Preller True. overrided Melvin, then if I'm Peter Seiler, I'm getting rid of Preller. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what? What's Irie Fan Geek trying to get us on the same side? Is is this the Will Myers thing? So because we said yesterday we wouldn't resign. I mean, who's resigning Will Myers? I mean, again, on a flyer deal, like Irie Fan Geek. Yeah, like One no, the fam million. deal. The fam deal. I'll sign him too. But, One year, seven million. But I assume he's gonna maybe. He's 29 years of age. I mean, maybe he gets multiple years from someone. I mean, not if he hits like this. If he hits six home runs this year, he's not getting any money from he's anyone. He's having a horrible start to his season. Correct. He needs Correct. to have like a massive final three, four months of the year. Right. To even make 10 plus million dollars. Yeah, he's going to have to hit 20 home runs. Not At getting least 15. Paid. Yeah, exactly. And he, he hasn't hit 20 is an issue. He hasn't hit 20 since 2017 or 2016. I feel like his knee has zapped his power and his... Thumb is zapping his power. Like, this is not a good combination right now. No. And I, I mean, I like Myers. I've seen him have good stretches. I just want to, I wish I could see it for three, four months in a row, you know? Well, last time you saw that was 2016. <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> so, uh, or 2017, maybe. I don't know. It's been a long freaking time. Right. It's, it's done. It has. It it's has. Done. There was a comment in here I wanted to get to, and I'm trying to find where it was. Um, I'll say this about Blake Snell tomorrow. <laughs> You're facing Adam Wainwright. Ooh. Okay. So if Adam Wainwright throwing 85 can carve up the Padres, then you, with your 99 mile per hour fastball and your filth stuff, you need to find a way to go five, six innings and be effective and keep the Padres in the game tomorrow. Yep. Because you know Wainwright's going to carve up this lineup, throwing 85. Yeah, of course. Right. He'll locate all his pitches. He'll go seven deep. Right. He'll go and, seven and you know Snell's and- going to throw 99 and not locate his fastball, right? No, it'll be like three, three and a third. And no, he was good last time out. But I'm that just was kidding. I'm kidding. I know, I know, I know, I know. You know. And then who throws game three? Who's after Snell? Um, Darvish. Is it? I think they're using all seven starters this week. By the way, if oh Clevenger, if I think Clevenger comes off. I think they'll use all seven, and they'll say, you Clevenger know, what? let's give start guys Wednesday. the extra day, and let's let's push them. Let's give them a hundred pitches or more. Let's get them through six innings. I think, but I we're going to see seven starting, starters. I think. I think Clevenger starting Wednesday. No, I don't think he's starting Wednesday. I think he's not. I think it's uh, maybe Sunday. Huh? I don't think he's eligible to come off Wednesday, is he? Hmm. <laughs> Let me look at Padres. Does anyone know who's starting Wednesday? Put it in the chat. Just go to Ace. Go to Aces. It... Well, AC wrote about it earlier. Um, well, somewhere. I was like, oh, Clevenger's going to start. No, he's going to start. I just Is it Wednesday? I don't know. <laughs> Do you ever read these articles, Jim? Yeah, when you send them to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but you can't even <laughs> click on them. It's because there's a f- stupid paywall. Um, I remember my first time without the password. iHeart has a password. Just like ask someone for it. You, I never knew this. Are you serious? There's I've had a password since the second I got there. There's a password at iHeart? Correct. Bro. Well, that changed. I don't everything. know what it is. It's just programmed in. Oh, cool. Thanks. Appreciate you. But you could like ask like your program director. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I don't know who's starting Wednesday. Clev is coming back Sunday. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. But now now Jim did have oops. Yeah, you know he'll rake. Whoever wherever Myers ends up, don't get me wrong, he'll kill the Padres. Everyone agrees. You know, you know where he'll you know you know where he also probably will go, like is San Francisco. And he'll oh, yes. just freaking rake at AT&T Park because that's that's what he's done right. his entire career against Good the Giants. Point. Good point. And just wear a, a Padres jersey under his Giants jersey. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. He's staying in the NL West. There's no doubt about it in my mind. It's yeah, just I can see the, that. It's either the Rockies or the Giants. Dude, if I'm Myers, I'm going to the Rockies. Like, they'll, they'll <laughs> give out. I mean, just go to Colorado. Like, yeah. get some numbers. Maybe do a two-year deal or one-year deal. Reset your market per Tommy fan. Real quick, real quick about oh yeah, I know. Real quick about the Rockies and I whatever. Oh, is this the Rockies wrap up show? Let's hear it. Um 
that Chris Bryant deal, oh my God. Has he even played this year? <laughs> no, he's definitely played. Is he doing anything? <laughs> Let's look. I don't Dude, think he has. What a what a just horse horrible contract. Oh my god. Chris Bryant swindled them, bro. <laughs> it's early. His he's got a negative war. It's in 270 with no homers. Negative war RBIs. is crazy. 676 OPS. OPS plus of 87. That is crazy. He's played 17 games this year, John. That's bonkers. He has a lower back strain. Don't we all? I always have a lower back strain. I know. Um, what a, what, what a else? Deal. Anything? What a deal. Anything else, Jim? I, here's here's the deal. Stephen Wilson, we'll see in AAA. Um, yeah, bye-bye. That, that's the next stop. I, I heard Bob Melvin postgame. I mean, he's like, listen, he was good for us early. He struggled. I mean, you're getting no leverage situations out of him. So what role does he play? Um, none. Uh, you know what? What's Nelson Lamette doing? I don't think anything well, but it might, I would flip flop Nelson Lamette for Stephen Wilson. <laughs> stop it! You would. I would stop it. Um, <laughs> all right. Before we get out of here, uh, we do want to remind you: if uh, you want to support this channel, you can check out our merch. I'll put a link in the chat right now. Fifteen um, percent off tonight. Fifteen percent off. Click that link. It's down below. It's also in the chat. Wrap up show merch like this cap. Jim was wearing it last night. Jim rocked it last night. It was bad luck. They lost today. My fault. What's the deal with the What's the deal with the spam, Jim? Get rid of okay. the spam. Okay. Well, we need to end this now okay. because you know what's going to happen. We're going to get spam with the naked HD XYZ. I shouldn't even be promoting. No. Nope. Uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Hope everyone had a good Memorial Day weekend. Um, the answer is no to this. It has not been sent down as of yet. Um, as a reminder, please subscribe to the wrap up show. We have year on content for you. If you are a Padres fan, if you're here live, please hit that subscribe button. If you're here on replay, please hit that subscribe button. Please hit the notification bell. You'll be notified when we go live or have new videos. Make sure to also smash the like button for us and follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD, our radio show three to six on extra 1360 in the iHeartRadio app, uh, at John and Jim. You can hit that thanks button. If you are here on replay as well, great way to support this channel. We do want to thank our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, our title sponsor. He can help you save $750 on your insurance this year. There's a link down below for Mark, huge Padres fan. He's a San Diego. And click that link down below for Mark Nimitz if you have any insurance needs, auto, home, renters, or life. Of course, the Dodgers have tied this game up with two outs in the eighth inning. Also, Aura.Organic if you're looking to get healthier this year. Ora.Organic, all plant-based supplements, probiotics, proteins, omega-3 oils, and much, much more. All right, until tomorrow, hopefully the Padres can even up the series game two at, I want to say, 445 Pacific tomorrow. Blake Snell, Adam Wainwright will be back around 9 p.m. tomorrow night with another edition of the wrap-up show. Bye-bye. I'm John. We'll see you tomorrow night. Peace.